0: Marissa speaking. Oh, Marissa. Hello, it's Marie. Hi, Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very, very well, thank you. Oh, thanks so Bec's much. here as well. We're both. Hi. Here. How you going? Hi, Beck. You had a good week so far?
1: Oh, yeah. Pretty good. It's been pretty good. It's been pretty cruisy. Yeah. Not too, doing too much, which is generally our past several months in isolation. Not been doing too much, so it's it's been okay. It's been well.
0: Yeah. No. It's all changed yeah direction hasn't it whatever we yeah. had
1: whatever plans we
0: had uh, this year they've all definitely been thrown in the air and landed, so
1: true. landed differently we were meant to go to Greece in the next couple of weeks for our respective um extended honeymoons and alas that has not happened and will not be happening so oh that's yeah. okay it's life I should have been in Greece in sunshine but instead we're in Melbourne. It's
0: still sunny but cold. So. Is it? Is it sunny? Yeah I'm in Sydney. It's sunny today but it's been yeah. raining so much. Uh, yeah. Which is great too. We did we did have a drought. Yes. but um, Yes yeah, first saw you girls at Fashion Week a while ago. I was thinking back to when I first noticed you. Yeah. And I think it was at the Tony Macheski's opening
1: Oh, oh, my, my gosh, That was years ago. Yeah. So long ago. Yeah. Wow. That was a good show. That was so – That was, our, I think, our first Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. No, our first opening night. Our first opening night we were ever invited to. And that was such a privilege. Was it? Yeah, it was the first time we were ever invited to the opening Sunday night ones because generally yeah. that's, like, very prestigious, the opening night, that everyone gets invited to the Monday-Tuesday events. Uh-huh. That was the first – I think was our second City Fashion Week, but our first time we were invited to the opening night, and that was, it felt very, very special. Yeah, it was awesome
0: yeah it was it was such a beautiful space it was the first time i'd been to barangaroo and um, yes. i just remember noticing you girls because yes i photograph and i notice all the street style and Aww. i was like oh these girls are so um they've got fab street style i loved your classic yet you know on trend kind of style oh. so thank you that's when i first noticed you um, that's so nice yeah and i was wondering how and when did your love for fashion and style start um, I think
1: being twins, we, as little kids and babies, mum automatically just dressed us like the same. She had us matching outfits and I was just like, oh, like complimentary outfits. Complimentary outfits, that was super cute. So, like, naturally it was kind of like embedded in us from children. Um, but as we got older, we just really fell into a love of fashion and we started marketing at university. And through that, we were kind of like, okay, well, I took a gap year for um, uni and so did Marissa, I think, just to work. I was an And I was working at Sass and Fired in the city and I just really loved it. I loved the styling and the fashion component. And then they were like, oh, I wish there was two of you. You're such an employee. And I was like, there is two of me. <laughs> I'm a twin. <laughs> and they were like, okay, we're hiring her. So Marissa came on board as well. And we worked alongside each other at um, the, like, the, Miami. the flagship store in the yeah. city and... Um, we just really loved it. We fell into loving styling and how it worked alongside engaging with customers yeah. and building relationship with people. And I think it came hand in hand with who we are as people. And it was just, yeah. So I think mean, we just really loved knowing that, you know, a customer could walk into the doors and be like, have a perception of like what their body is like and what clothes would suit them. And then we would come out with a different perspective of like, you know, what will actually look really great in their body shape. And they'd be like, oh, wow, I feel so much better about myself now. And that was a really nice concept thinking about like, you know using fashion as a tool to yeah. highlight your best accessories in your, in your physique rather than to cover yourself up or to try and be trendy yeah and I think um yeah our passion for fashion you could say I just can't stem from that and then twice plus kind of birth pretty quickly after we finished retail and stuff and buy
0: it yeah that's so interesting I didn't realize that so yeah you're in the retail so you're able to yeah. really yeah. see how people wore clothes and all the different shapes and what suit mm. yeah that's really cool yeah, yeah. And I must say, I have noticed that your fab street style is now, um, you know, being shown off in your home. You've made, yes. you've given your home some street style appeal and, yes. um, that, has that been really fun? Was that an isolation creation?
1: <laughs> yeah, it really was. I think I, back really struggled with not taking street style content because, I manage all of our Instagram feed and creating really cohesive Instagram feed. I struggled with the transition from going into street, from street style into interior content because it was really jarring for me personally to kind of like visually map it out. And we are kind of like, we need a space that is, I guess, creative and really inspiring for us
0: yeah.
1: uh, that we're going to want to take content. Mm. And I think that was, Marissa's like, okay, well, I'm trying to paint my feature wall in my room black so we have a really great backdrop. Yeah. And it kind of just, that really. That, we haven't shot there many times, but it just really encouraged us to take the plunge in shooting more interior content yeah. and giving us the ability to say, this actually is working. It's aesthetically working for our feet, it is yeah. on brand for us, rather than just shooting in a random house that didn't really work. But in terms of like if it was isolation that kind of gave us inspiration for it, actually, we've been thinking, even the exterior paint that we did, we've been talking about it because we obviously were neighbours and it was a really gross orange, daggy brick beforehand. We've been talking about it for a while now. You. We're about a year or so now about wanting to paint it eventually but obviously it's not a cheap process we didn't really know how to do it and then um it was kind of funny it was in last year bunnings had just approached us anyway just for some other bits and pieces and jobs we wanted to do with them and they said oh we want to do paint projects do you have anything to do we we're like yeah we're like um here's a list of exterior paint jobs we have planned um and then they kind of set us through um how to do it with the spray gun, and we kind of realized it was really manageable. So, we just, yeah. it was actually a great time, and then it all kind of came to fruition when isolation started. So, it could actually just um, to buttons before I mean, then it shut, but before it got too chaotic, <laughs> get all our stuff, and then come back. And then, during those yeah, two months of like not doing anything else, really, we could paint, even though it took us a couple of days. Um, it was nice to have a really meaty project to really complete, yeah. it was really, really fun.
0: Yeah, it looked like fun. I did watch your video and it's inspired yeah. me, I must say. I have similar bricks and I've never okay. known what to do. You know, mm-hmm. people render and people do use panelling and I've just yeah. never found anything I feel comfortable with. And then I saw your um, yep. paint and I saw you girls do it and it's like, oh, I could probably do that too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, because render is, we invested in rendering because... um we had some patchwork at the back where we had to refill new bricks that weren't the same texture and we investigated it but it's just so expensive and for us being our first home we're like it's just not worthwhile us investing you know ten thousand dollars into rendering our property let's just look at a more cost-effective option that still looks really polished and yeah. well done and the brick painting it was actually I think and I think we went with a good color because black met look ultra modern and sleek as well even when the Period of the houses, you know, 1970s. So, but it was really cool. We got a message probably like maybe two weeks after we had like released the project. And one of our followers, she's like, Hey, you guys inspired me to paint my house. Mm. I'm from Belfast in Ireland. And yep. I was like, Oh my goodness, she had a photo. It was a double story, um, a semi detached home. And she spray painted it. It looked like it was an emerald green. She spray painted it. Yeah. And she's like, You guys really inspired me. Um, and she had a similar textured brick.
0: And that That's was really great. cool
1: because it's like, I think people, I mean, I think people don't realize, especially in um, the fashion kind of uh, industry of things, that the home stuff, I think it's quite challenging sometimes. If you're very fashiony, you do not really thinking about home things and where do you start with knowledge. And yes. because we've got a bit of background in it and kind of dabble here and there, we kind of learned about it. Everyone's like, oh, that's just paint, that's so easy to do. Um, so we're really glad because it inspires some people and they can do it for themselves too, which is really awesome. Yeah.
0: Well done, well Thank done. You. I'm so impressed. I really <laughs> am, so I might have to try it myself. It just gives, yeah, painting and doing things like that is so foreign to me, but when you yeah. see someone actually do it, yeah, and you know, just showing someone actually doing a video of it, that visual can just yeah. give you the power to go, all right, maybe I can do this too <laughs> so yeah, yeah really, well done it just it
1: reminded me of just like um. I feel like now would be very good at fake tanning people because yeah. like, if yes. I do get all the angles right. The lady who we got our, our salon to to get spray tan. She's like, Oh, I have to hire you girls. You're doing a good job. Your, te- your <laughs> technique is excellent.
0: <laughs> that is right. It is a little bit like tanning. Oh, how fun. It is. It so, is. so now twice bless. Why don't you tell us moving to twice bless? Why don't you tell us yes. about twice bless for those that don't know and how it all began?
1: Please. Well, so, mm. we're actually going into, as of December, will be our seventh year, so it's quite a significant kind of transition we're moving into towards the end of the year, cool. um, but we've been operating for seven years, we, it was kind of birthed out of our last semester of university, we're studying marketing, as Bex said earlier, and we really just, um, I think our last semester of university, we had some kind of subject we were doing, and it was about like, um, a, real life like, case studies case about how to implement marketing strategies. Hmm. And we kind of thought, rather than finding another business to do it for, let's start our own business. So we started twice less as a blog and lifestyle page, um, and for fashion. And we kind of used all our marketing techniques that we had learned throughout university and used twice less as this guinea pig, um, and and see if we could really apply those techniques and how they would work. Um, and then from there, it kind of grew quite quickly because I guess we were. It was a while ago now, you know. When, the og kind of instagram has started so it was a different platform back then and much easier to grow i think we grew like ten thousand followers in like six months yeah it was not even so amazing it was wonderful good times um but it was we kind of just propelled from there because we were one of a few duo street style bloggers there weren't many in australia especially there was tash septon l ferguson and the how to live sisters Mm -hmm. but we were quite different to either of those um kind of duos because we were twins it was differentiation and we really focused on I guess styling outfits so like they could be wearing a printed top and I'd be wearing a printed skirt version of it and it was really cool content that I think was really um trending but also really like instagrammable and like regrammable so that was really great and then from there it really just evolved we were very fortunate and blessed that we, when we started when we did um and people just I think, resonated with us as people. We try to be as, as authentic as possible. And that kind of really resonated with us. And that kind of grew along the journey with us mm-hmm. and came along with us as we kind of went from printed, colourful, um, red, blue, and then now it's like very neutral, black and white. So I think it's been a very fun journey and something that we're really, really honoured to be a part of. And we always try to grow and improve and see where we can um, be better than we were, I guess, last year so it's been really really good so far oh
0: that's great yeah and it's fun to look back on it too isn't it and see how where you've come from and the, the different colors you've been using yeah <laughs> fun and
1: embarrassing but still fun no no later. it's all a we've journey grown, we've evolved yeah
0: and your digital content creators do you do that for other businesses as well
1: yeah we do we don't really promote that side of our business too much because obviously the blog can get quite busy and so we don't, don't know like okay. have an influx of all these digital clients then not be able to deliver but we tend to do um, now a lot more content creation rather than social media management, which is what we did do last year and the previous years. Year. Um, but now we just do a lot of the content creation, like freelance for uh, one of our clients' clinch belts. We do a lot of content for her every couple of months. And then there's a few fashion brands in Melbourne that we love doing this. And it's just fun because it keeps our marketing brains ticking It keeps mm. our creative brains ticking without having to think of being bloggers um but yeah and it's a great avenue stream as well that we don't have to rely on work on our how many followers we have or how good our engagement is to get work yeah even at the moment we're helping um our church just started a young adults podcast which we're helping do all social media for branding and that's been really fun so it's like we like doing those things because it challenges um, us to think out of the twice less box and create yeah. content based on a brief and what the client needs, which is really, really important to think about that these days. So it's really, really fun. I really love it.
0: Yeah, you were telling me that. That's great that um, yeah, yeah. you started doing that with your church. Yeah. That'd be fun That's to cool. see. I have to check that one out. <laughs> and what That's resources and or courses or tools or people um, kind of help you get your work done?
1: Um, oh. Different. So at the moment we just work we're we we do not have employees, just us two. But I guess from a blogging perspective, um, we work with a photographer or a team of photographers, whoever's available. Mm. Unfortunately, our best friend who is our photographer just moved back to Queensland. So we are in need of a photographer. Um but other than that, we actually use do a lot of things ourselves. We try and keep things as streamlined and simple as possible. So we at the moment have been shooting with a tripod and our mm. digital our SLR camera. So a lot of our content at the moment is self-shot, which, um, but in terms of courses as well, yeah. like we, we started, started marketing, that was really important for us to know, I guess, marketing techniques. Yeah. However, it, let's be honest, I think eight, seven, eight years ago, there was one sentence about social media in, yeah. our, in our textbooks. So we yeah. kind of learned on the job. And I think in social media, marketing, photography, fashion, it really is on the job learning. Um, so we're doing quick courses yes. or find things online that are like, you know, tutorials tutorials and stuff like that. So even with me editing all our content, like I am actually really wanting to do a little short course on Photoshop and editing and Lightroom because I don't know those platforms as well as I want to and I want to be able to learn to innovate my or grow my editing skills and stuff like that. So I think yeah. there's a few platforms that we want to like go into to, to learn more about our um, current skills and upskill as yeah. well. Like even, um, I'm actually, we've actually just signed up for an interior design course because something that we're really kind of passionate about learning a little bit more. It's a, with the um, company called Design School. They used to be from the block and they said their own design, like masterclass and new certificate fours in um, interior design decoration. So we have to sign up for the course there just to grow our skillset in those different ways too. Think about fashion styling yep. as a holistic one rather than just fashion. Um, it's actually really, really fun too
0: yeah no i love that i love hearing that yeah when you get an idea or when an interest is sparked yeah you just know how to find the right yeah little courses and yes exactly and just to keep growing yeah no it's great and about your faith i know that you girls are christians it's a big part of who you are so how did you come to know jesus what's the story there
1: so we um were raised as christians in a pentecostal household and i guess so we'll dedicate it as babies and all that jazz. But I think coming to our own personal, I guess, moments of giving our life to Jesus, for us, for me personally, it was, you know, 16, 17. Mm -hmm. I think we always had a really strong understanding and a really strong foundation of that Jesus loves us and that we know who God, we believe in Jesus, the son of God, and we love Mm -hmm. God. And so we always had those really strong Christian foundations, but personally, it was, maybe I was 16, 17, but it was at, in that phase, as every teen goes through in high school, where they're searching, and they feel insecure, or they don't feel worthy enough, and I think, I can't remember what, the moment, the moment, but I just, I just knew that I knew more than I knew that I wanted to have a, like, relationship with Jesus, and so I think Marissa was quite similar as well. Yeah, I think it was, I was very similar, I think, because we were so fortunate, that we ha- we already had this this strong knowledge and sense of discernment that God was real, um, partially because how we were raised, but also because our, my, our parents and our mum super, super faith based and super spiritual, and it was the fact that's really discerning. So we were always very aware of the authority and power of God, but it wasn't until we experienced it as individuals that really kind of shaped our identity and realized, okay, God, we want to accept God in our lives. Uh, and I think since then it's really just been like a growing process and uh, getting closer to God through several years through us maturing in our faith. And mm. um, But, yeah, it's such a blessing, you know, being raised how we were Christians but also just growing in God constantly. It's been such yeah. a blessing. And I think Twice this is really just a f- the fruit of that. And We're very fortunate that we've got this platform that we can showcase God's love and His goodness mm. through even something so simple as fashion. Um, and, yeah, it's been a really... really Beautiful, enjoyable process doing it for him.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love your grateful hearts You're so grateful yeah. For, yeah. for the things Thank you've you. um been you know done and being given. So it's so lovely yeah. to hear that. And, yeah. and maybe a moment. I don't know if you have a moment that comes to mind. You know, when we go through hard times, I suppose, where you might have given something that was difficult, something that was hard, mm. and you lent on him, gave it to him, and you might have seen him work in your life or just make that path straight. If that makes sense.
1: So I think, yeah. So I think for us, I think as together, the one thing that always sticks out to me is actually just going into the unknown with twice blessed. I mm. think when we were thinking about doing the business, Marissa again, I saw she was interning at church, and we went through a phase where because I wasn't interning at church, or I wasn't working at church, that I was classified as the less Christian twin, which was wrong and which silly. was very wrong and silly. But it was really hurtful because I was like, hey man what the heck? I still love Jesus just I'm not working in church and I remember praying I was like, God, why do I, I don't have a desire to work at church and he's like, your ministry is going to be in your work and I remember him telling me, your ministry will be in your work and I couldn't understand that until Twice Blessed happened. Love that it. when we were like, hell, we'll just give it a go mum and dad set us down they're like, if you fail, that's okay, you've lost nothing mm-hmm. because you've got, you still live at home, like you're not pouring money into it and so I remember just praying and God gave us the name Twice Blessed and, it was just like now looking back seven years ago, I just know that when God said your ministry is going to be in your work, I'm like, it makes sense. Yeah. It's our ministry. We've, had, we've both had several prophetic words spoken over us individually and together as um, being in business as well. And, that, and that's just a really amazing thing knowing that, you know, that concept back was feeling. And before even we started, I was the same thing. I really wanted to be in ministry in some capacity. And God really challenged my heart too, telling me that, you know, if you pick up... The cross daily, you are in ministry, regardless where you work. If you're working in the church office, if you're on the platform on a Sunday, or literally if you're a, a janitor at a, a, um, a school, like you are, if you're a follower of Christ, you, you have a ministry and you have a voice and a platform to speak his goodness. And I think Twice Bless has been a really amazing platform for us yeah. to really grow our faith and challenge our faith a lot. Yeah. But God's been so faithful in that and that he's really allowed us to steward what he's given us well. Yeah. and I feel like we're really honored by that and even like there's times when we go through our business and we're like oh god I just don't feel like we're doing enough like are we really you know being representations of Jesus in the everyday life or are we really doing enough are we saying enough are we speaking out enough are we showing yeah. God's grace enough but then we get messages from people randomly who are just like you really just encourage me to be like you know more passionate about my love for Jesus and like you get things like that and you're like oh wow god we really are doing your work and you you god reminds us by little things like that like okay we are meant to be doing this and mm. although we might think it's very small and not that significant we actually are impacting people more than we realize yeah, yeah quite true.
0: yeah no i love that and i just love that you put it out there um yeah cuz you guys are quite young when you when you started yeah. so yeah I just know for me, I've, I've always found it hard, you know, putting it out there. And so I was really mm-hmm. encouraged when I first noticed you um, both at Fashion Week that you just put that first. And and so it's really encouraging because I know that I want to put God first all the time. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. I'll struggle to yeah. actually act that out. And so just yeah. to see such young girls just faithfully just putting God first is just really beautiful and inspirational thank for you. others that want to oh, want to try and do the same.
1: Um, oh, thank you! It's, I mean, it's, I think because there's two of us, we're accountable. It keeps accountable but as well. As well, because when we started, twice blessed. We, everybody prayed about at the start We're like god this is your business like it's your name it's how you have declared over our lives that we are twice blessed and we knew from the start that it was going to be his and yeah. we kind of came into building this business with like an open palm policy well like god this is yours in the palm of our hand but it's open like mm-hmm. take it wherever you want to take it and i, I think that's yeah. reminded us and also putting that phrase ambassador jesus christ in our bio is declaration for starters but also it's a reminder that we have to be accountable to who god says we are yeah and that we're accountable to everyone on our page they see that every single day yeah and it's it's not nu- it's a nice thing to have like i think beck and i have always seen our faith and who god is us as us being ambassadors for christ and i think i think it was when we were young like 18 19 before we started the blog. that that phrase really resonated with both of us that you know we are similar to how i'm very proud of being greek like I should be very proud of being a Christ follower and that should be a, a mark and a badge on me that I'm proud to show yeah. and that I live my life by who Christ says I am and who Christ is. And um we're very passionate about that and to be honest, I think it's through our own growth. We couldn't care less if someone doesn't like us a Christian. I don't care. Like I honestly yeah. if they don't like them a Christian, that's your fault. I think our no I, I think our identity is so strong and who God says we are, not that like, not that we don't get insecure, we, we're not perfect, we always get insecure, but I think we just know more than a shadow of a doubt who God says we are and that we like have, our identity in him is linked to our DNA, we can't separate that. I think yeah. we always say that we can't separate our faith from who Rebecca and who Marissa is because yeah. it's so linked into who we are intrinsically. And I guess like our our fear of God is stronger than our fear of man, I think we just kind of realized that God is so awesome and so powerful. It's been so mighty in both of our lives individually and, collect- and together that we should have no reason to be worried about man's opinion. Because, like, yes, man's opinion can be hurtful and it can make us feel bad about ourselves. But, end of the day, we always have lived with the audience of one, and that's in Jesus. And we know what he says about us. So, we're like, cool. Yeah. There's not a question anymore. Like, people ask us, oh, yeah, but someone even said a little while ago, oh, we would work with you, a brand would work with you if you didn't have that in your bio. And I'm like, would I be less Christian if I didn't have that in my bio? No. like, And it makes us more passionate yeah. about wanting to see God's kingdom on earth because people are still against the fact that we're Christian. And because the enemy is so prevalent in our industry. So we just fight harder. I'm like, no, I'm going to be more Christian. I'm going to be more public and more confident about my faith because... People yep. need to stand in that gap and be representations of who Jesus is in 2020 because people aren't doing it. So they're afraid. And I'm like, you know what? We're not afraid about it. We're just do it.
0: Yeah, And that's so true. And I love how you keep giving it back to him. Like you're always yep. asking him, all right, what are we doing enough or what can we do yeah. next? I mean, that's so important for growth too. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's really, thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, grateful working moments. So you've had lots of, I don't know, You've had seven years of twice blessed. So yeah. out of the seven years, what comes to mind? What are some of your favorite grateful? You've already been so grateful. You're so thankful all yeah. the time. But uh, maybe there's a few key, you know, favorite memories um, that you've had. Highlights yeah. of the we seven have years.
1: actually so many. Like I think that <laughs> you have to easily separate to to fashion highlights and then it's like more like God highlights because God's done some really cool stuff. The one that I there's two, but one that I can really stick out to my mind is. A little while ago, um, this girl messaged us, and she was like, "Hey, you guys don't know me, but I used to go to university with you at Swinburne when we were doing design and marketing. I always saw you girls, and I was I so a, I was so intimidated by how like beautiful and happy and amazing you look. And I couldn't, I was just so jealous. And I, I looked at you guys and you're so happy, it made me so sad. And I thought I felt crap about myself. But then recently." This was like 10 years ago, eight years ago. And she's like, and then recently um, I found Jesus and I finally realised why you were so happy. And she's like, it makes me look back and realise how sad I was in my brokenness. But I saw you guys, I saw God's love and God's joy and now I have it and I know I can recognise that. Mm. And oh my gosh, I burst into tears. Because she was like, I realised that I was so jealous and envious of what you had because I wanted that and I wanted to feel beautiful and glamorous and stylish and Mm. happy because you guys had Jesus in you and that's what made you all those things. And this is someone that we hadn't seen for eight years and she was just like, I just remember so specifically how intimidated I was by how happy you were and now I know why because you had Jesus. And I was like, she's like, you guys, finding your page has really encouraged me to grow my faith and I just want to tell you what what this is about. And I was like, I think that just really shocked me because... I mean, we were like 19, we didn't, she hadn't never met this girl before at university, and we we're 19, and we were still young in our faith, like immature in our faith, but we still knew, knew who Jesus was. And I was like, wow, God, the fact that, first of all, I never want to make someone feel like insecure at seeing us, but if it was because of Jesus, yeah. then I was like, wow, someone was challenged and confronted by who God was in us as 19-year-old immature yeah. girls, that then now they've found Christ and understand the revelation of how good God is. I was like, wow, God, you are so awesome. Like, (laughs) that is just crazy. And how, like, we're not worthy enough for that privilege and that honour, but God allowed to use us because we just wanted to serve him and honour him. And that was just such a special, special moment. Yeah, it was awesome. And then I guess going back to, like, the main question of like grateful moments for work, I think there's been so much, but I think more than ever, last year going into this year, I think... Not knowing what was happening this year, but you know God knew what was happening this year. He has sustained us so much financially, like in the practical sense. Like we lost so much work over the last three months, but last year we had such an incredible financial year that we like kicked ass and were so blessed because of that. But it allowed us to be able to sustain ourselves financially for what happened because of COVID, and I think even little things like we're like when well, we have no paid work for this month and just like we're still just praying, like God, pray, this something that comes through and this morning, an email popped up and we're like, wow, this is amazing, what a blessing. And I think we forget, like you ask God, I really am worried about work, I'm giving you all my anxiety and God's like, I've got this, don't be worried. Mm-hmm. And I think especially during this season, we've been like naturally anxious, like losing a lot of income and a lot of work and we've been bored at home and we're like, God, I would just feel so like, Useless. <laughs> Useless. And we're worried and we're, you know, anxious that we have no money coming in and we're down to a one income household, like how's it gonna look and still through all of that, I've I particularly and Marissa, we've been so at peace knowing that yes. God's overseeing all of it and mm. his like like graceful hand been upon the whole situation and although we haven't seen the same amount of money we have did last year, like we've been able to be sustained, thankfully by the grace of God and it's been such a blessing, mm. like some things that you don't think people oh, you can't just pray and god will give you work well he has and god's faithful so and we're so grateful for and yeah. i think because we've given him our whole business like God's is yours He's you know honoring us in return because of, the, i think because we've always and my husband mentioned this a little while ago and it was the best way to think about it he's like i think for twice as we see it as where does the managers god's the ceo yeah and it's like <laughs> god has a vested interest in twice blessed a very big vested interest like he's a big investor in twice blessed so of course, he wants to see it prosper. And if we're managing it well and diligently and honouring him in that, he wants to see it flourish because it's going to propel his kingdom and glorify him in the day. And that's not saying we're perfect, we screw up all the time. But um, we're just, God's just so, so awesome in our business. And everything we've done is for his glory. So we're just really privileged and honoured that we, people still like us. We get confused. Why do, we're not that cool. Yeah. Like, why do people like us? Um Because we're kind of we're lame and we're dorks, but we do it with a godly heart and a godly attitude. If that's what is doing well, then we'll just keep doing it. We're so blessed and honored we get to do that.
0: Oh, I love hearing all those moments. Um, Yeah, Yeah. and you know, getting feedback from that girl after eight years—that is so um, amazing. And it also reminds me, you know, it's great to give feedback, isn't it? It's nice to hear on you on the receiving end of that. Um, yeah, it yeah. Was,
1: it blessed us so much. It really really did.
0: That's so amazing. I love hearing your little highlights. So, yeah, yeah. thanks. And uh yeah, no, it has been such a, a shaking shake shaken up time um, um me too and you're not alone. Um but yeah it's amazing how God has provided and it's yeah. in these shaken up times when we have the rug taken from underneath us that we um realize who, you know, who we are putting yes. our strength in and yeah, so that's really, really, yeah, thanks for sharing that. But, and Fashion Week was cancelled and it was sad to miss. Oh, how so Yeah, it was. Me too, I was so devastated. One of my favourite times of the year. But, Dang. yeah, and so that's, uh, that's been really shaken up, I, I bet, the industry. Um, yeah. But it has got me thinking about a question which not no one really has the answer to. What your thoughts were on the future of fashion and how we can move forward in a more sustainable way? Because... Yeah, I just feel like it's a bit of a topic at the moment. It's on my heart, and I'm just yes. wondering if you have any thoughts on that. I want to add to that conversation?
1: Yeah, I think we're we've naturally gone towards not super sustainable. We're trying our hardest because I think being in the industry for a long time, in the fashion industry, is so um, saturated with just products, 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 yes. and like new fashion yeah. trends and new fashion yeah. trends, and, and it's just exhausting to keep up. Um, <laughs> but I think so. Goodness. We've kind of tried to go with obviously our feet and our our outfits are quite. Neutral and minimalist, so just naturally try drawing back and pulling back and thinking about key pieces that will last a long time versus just, yeah, you know, pieces that last three weeks in the the bin. So, I do think, um, not even because of COVID 19, just in general, we are moving towards more sustainable models, more considered. Yes, more considered. I think it's not necessarily sustainable because, again, we don't. Like, I should probably look at fabric quality and how things break down more, but it's more we think the way we're going into it is being more considered about what we're buying, why we're buying it, Mm -hmm. is a trend, is a statement piece, is going to last a long time. And I think that's really important. We have a a duty to share that with our audience because we don't want our followers to be spending all their money and buying all this stuff if they're going to waste it. And Mm -hmm. so... Yeah, we're going into a more considered approach, but then in terms of, like, the fashion industry as a whole and, like, how Fashion Week might look and stuff. Oh, it's going to be very different. I think last year we were at a talk with with Harla X X, and Dion Lee was there, like, Dion Lee, Kit Willow was there, and they were talking about how um, brands are now shifting off the Fashion Week schedule and doing more one-on-one consulting or showings and press visits because it's more considered and it's more sustainable and mm. they can't keep pumping out all these collections. They wanna have more of a relational approach to selling their product or how, or explaining the product rather than just pushing it down a runway. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I thought that quite interesting. I think that will be the new trend of how Fashion Week really looks. And I think as well, I've seen a lot of new, a lot of brands recently pop up that are made to order or it's like a pre-order style basis and then from there they get the product right and then sell it. Which I think also it does not get, I guess, this twenty twenty Gen Z Y, whatever we're in now, I want it now kind of mentality. But I think for I mean, I'm happy to wait a little bit longer for clothing if I know that it's not going to be wasted. Like there's not going to be lots of um extra off off cards or additional product that's being made, it's gonna be thrown to landfill if it's actually made to order. Um, I think that's a really awesome way to approach sustainability as well because you're still getting great quality products with great materials, but um, you're cutting off that excess landfill at the end of it. Um, which I think is really, really awesome too.
0: Yeah, no, that's really helpful. Thanks for sharing those points. I hadn't thought of them all like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to also just buy pieces – with um that are more long-term classics that will last the test of time and yet considers a great way to just slowing down thinking through how long you can wear this can you see yourself wearing it for a few seasons yes um yeah just spending more time and and slowing down i suppose rather than speeding up yeah thanks for that very true good well to finish i suppose i'd just love to you know finish up and hear a little bit more about what well, I suppose I know what you're enjoying. You're enjoying your house at the moment, yes. aren't you? Yeah. Um, and maybe a little bit more on that and what, what you're looking forward to or, yeah, what you want to work on next.
1: Well, so obviously we are neighbours, um, which is a massive blessing, but it means that we had a big house to paint. So that was obviously our, our thing to paint the house. And we went with black because it's naturally very nice blessed. Um, yeah. But I think moving forward, we have a few more projects we're gonna do, a few more interior projects, and then we're gonna do like entertaining deck spaces, which um, will probably happen at the later end of the year. But I think more on like what we want to do for twice plus. for twice. Plus, obviously be doing an interior design course online, sort of masterclass course, would be really great to freshen up those skills and increase our knowledge in that area. But we would love to do like we've been telling people like haha, we want to go on the block but uh, yeah. we do. And, like, it's funny, the amount of people, I've actually only mentioned it to, like, you no know, five or six people in the industry, but the amount of messages I, Rebecca, got when I was doing my home reno last year from church, from friends, from our industry, like, our you know, oh, followers, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, you need to go on the block. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. But they're like, no, you need it. Like, I will watch you if you go on the block. And yes. I think, like, enough people have said it now for us to actually believe that we should be on the block.
0: Oh, I do too. I love that. I would love yeah. that. Yeah.
1: So, we would <laughs> honestly, like, uh, we would actually love to do something like that, knowing it's a lot of hard work. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But knowing how fun it would be. And we'd have such great banter. I think like yeah. we would be really good on TV. Yeah. And I think we really want to move towards, which is actually really funny because, um, last year so we were intentionally going away from that industry but we do want to move towards more of a media personality more of a public eye to the everyday person yeah um we didn't really it's not really in our nature to want to do that because we are quite introverted (laughs) we don't we don't really like being on a public platform which is ironic because we're fashion bloggers (laughs) um but um we really feel like god's pulling us towards more of a public eye because he wants our voice to be louder yeah he wants our voice to be louder and he wants people of faith who are strong in their faith to be pillars in the media and um, the media industry and to really say God's pulling us towards that area which is scary because it's something that we're going to be exposed to a lot more voices, a lot more opinions and a lot more negativity but we're pretty confident um, that we can handle that and we're pretty thick skinned but yeah, we do feel like have kind of more media personality on the block. We love home reno stuff, so maybe starting a business that kind of revolves around home styling or day, like selling decor. We're not sure yet, but definitely the home realm more than fashion, I would say, um, and more media. Public speaking, hosting, hosting kind of gigs. We're really wanting to do investigate more into um towards end of this year, next year. Yes, yeah. well, that's that's
0: great. Thanks so much for chatting, yeah. you and Thank I would just 25. love to hear what's you on the block. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, uh, I would love it. That would so be so if fun. Anyone anyone's
1: listening? You can, can hear <laughs> twice less because we would love be part of it.
0: So fun to chat with twice blessed i'll pop up the link so you can see a visual of their fabulous style plus their renovations there are some great before and afters And, and wouldn't it be fun to see them on the block um well thanks for listening along feel free to rate and review us if you can have a great week bye for now